Alright, welcome back to Two Mooks and a Mic. Today we are quite tired, me and Johnny. We had the same shift today at the uh, at the old bank, so uh, we're a little tired, so it's going to be a more relaxed episode today. Oh yeah. And we got a familiar face back today. His name, I really don't think he needs introduction, but actually let's introduce my co-host first. <laughs> I... I told you it was going to be a tired episode. We're kind of Beat, all over the place today. So the build up to nothing. John, hey, it's me again. <laughs> it's me again. Our guest is Devin. It's him again. It, it is him again. again. Welcome fucking back, buddy. I, honestly, Mom, I don't even know where to start. Cause well, I do. So please. we're in luck. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. So we're kind of just going to shoot the shit tonight. We got some questions from... Uh, some of my family here, they had some thoughts. They'd like to hear our opinions on some things here. And we have a bunch of uh, more, I guess, lighthearted and fun questions today. We've got some from me, or like I said, my family, and some from Chris. Um, we've got, um, yeah. So let's let's jump right into the first one here. We're going to go to Devin. You know, we'll, we'll all kind of answer these, but we got Devin and Chris up here first. Um, What's most important for your physical and mental health, Devin? What do you think? Me, personally, I think it's, like, time by myself. And, Mm -hmm. like, space where I don't have to worry about anything else except what I'm doing. And I can just kind of zone out and do my own thing for a couple of hours. Yeah. Like, if I don't get that, I, I go crazy. My social battery is just dead. People say that's a very introverted way of thinking, but I think it's just like like everybody needs that, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Would you say uh, the same thing, Chris? Just like alone time? That and a great night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I say alone time and cigarettes, man. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that all around alone time is just the best, though. You know, kind I mean, of need exactly. It. There, there's a difference between asking for alone time and, you know, secluding yourself. Like, if I'm by myself for like a day, I'm gonna go out and do things again. It's not like I'm a hermit. Yeah. You know? I mean, if I stayed inside for a week, then I would worry. But exactly, that's that's when you're like introverted to, you know, too great of an extent. Yeah. I guess you know. You just need your days off. We'll kind of speed through these questions here. Um, who are your heroes in real life? Damn. Yeah. It's a bit of an interesting one there. A little bit. Here's my brain in real life. Well, Chris, I took the last one, so I'll let you take first. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Like, what do you think? Like, just like real life people? Yeah, in real life. Yeah, heroes in real life. Hmm. I'd probably say my dad, because he kind of, I don't know, he's there for me, and he uh, works hard, and it gives, I feel like I get my work ethic from him. Yeah. So, I mean, right now I'm kind of lazy just because I'm feeling lazy, but <laughs> besides that, he has a good worth ethic, and I look up to that, and yeah. yeah, just short and sweet, I guess. Well, that's good. No, that's a good hero to have, you know, grow up with him, so. Mm-hmm. What are you saying, Devin? Who's your real-life hero, man? I don't know. I think I gotta kind of go the same route, but I gotta say my grandfather, just because, like, you know... I mean, there's people I look up to other than, like, my family, but none of them I connect with as much, you know, because I don't know them really, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think I gotta say my grandpa, just because, like, he's the type of person where, 
like his life has been rough. Like he's been hit when he's down multiple times. Like you know, lowest of lows, and he never really gave up, and he you know kept working and showed that like if you really you know you want something and you go for it, then eventually you will get it. Yeah, and it's a nice example to have. Good, yeah. And you grew up with him too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I lived with him the first like five years of my life. So. Yeah. Exactly. Having that influence around you is good, especially when you're younger. You know, you'll grow into that type of person. For me, I'd also say my grand... I'd say both of my grandfathers, particularly my papa and my grandfather out in Idaho. You know, I think they both have very good morals. You know, I think from them I get a lot of my morality and my work ethic, like you said, too. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my humor as well from my papa, you know. I, I think they're both, again, like you said, they have been hit at low points you know they've been through things that are difficult to go through as people and watching them go through those things or hearing about how they did has you know kind of paved the way to being able to do that myself you know so i i agree and say grandparents man 100 percent. and grandfathers i think especially for for boys you know growing up is like a a dude to look up to you know when yeah. you can relate to and That's understand sure. He always, he's, he's always the only person that always holds me accountable for everything that I say. Mm. Like, even the little things. Like, um, I remember not too long ago, I told him, I, I promised him I would go out to breakfast with him, like, soon. And he marked the date on his calendar, and he crossed off every day that I didn't take him to breakfast. And every <laughs> week, he would send me a picture of the calendar with all the crossed off days on it, and ask me when I was going to take him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't fucking take me for <laughs> Well, good, yeah, it's good to have that, that, like I said, that influence and that push, you know, with that particular situation, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. What Now, what historical figure do you most identify with, would you say? Shit. Devin, I said the last one, so I'm going to, I'm going to throw this one on you first while I uh, kind of think for this one. Historical figures is hard, because like, for me personally, I'm not a huge history buff or anything like that you know I'm not huge on um, I mean I've, I've obviously took the basic classes in school and stuff like that but yeah you had to but like yeah it's I like, don't I don't know. really know I can't think of much I don't historical figure I mean I don't shit I don't even know to be honest with you I guess um Oh, Devin, I'm going to have you take the floor on this one, because <laughs> so, I'm passing it right So was the question, who do we look up to, or who do we identify with? Identify with? Historical yeah. figure do I identify with, yeah. Mm -hmm. See, that's a, a big issue for me, because I remember even when I was in school, there was, like, a lot of people that I would look, you know, do projects on, things like that, and I would look up to a lot of them, but there wasn't really anyone that I think that I, like, identified with, yeah. per se. I mean... Yeah, because you do projects on, like... Malcolm X and Albert Einstein and you're like, yeah, wow, those are great guys, but yeah. I could never, you know, it's like... Yeah, I mean, even when I did, like, projects on people in, like, sports and stuff like that, I did, like, you know, Jesse Owens, Jackie Robinson, like, mm -hmm. all these people. I'm like, that, you know, you can take one look at me and realize that I can't really identify with, you know, all these people. Yeah. I mean, I, just, I lived a very different life. Because they're black. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm kidding. You're right, you're right. I'm kidding, bro. <laughs> So, I think for me, for a historical figure, I'd probably have to, and not even really identify with, but I guess kind of identify with and look up to, mm. are to an extent, at least the way they were portrayed, 
have been portrayed in like fiction and shit are just like old mobsters you know <laughs> you know cause like and not because of what they do and all the illegal, nasty, dirty shit, but... Because you do that, too. Because, like, no, I, <laughs> it's, it, it's like... The morality. Of, exactly. There's such a family. sense of morality, yeah. Mm. It, it really, I, I think it's a good thing to try to replicate, you know. Oh, and yeah. I try to, to my, the best of my ability, you know. Yeah. I think it's the way they viewed family and friends and, and loyalty and stuff is very strong opinions to have. Yeah. And I think, like I said, I think they're good to have, you know, I think they're good opinions, but... The mooks mob. The mooks mob. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's very nice because it's like that sense of you have to have, like, a set of morals that you hold dearly, but at the same time you can't let the world push you around. Yeah. It's nice having, like, rules to live by, kind yeah. of, you know, in a way. Do you have anyone, Chris? Do you think of anybody oh, historical? Man. I mean, the only person when you say historical like figure, like I'm thinking like founding fathers, like Ben Franklin, even though he's not a founding father, but like around that time. And I mean, not really, man. That's pretty I just think of like presidents and shit, like Teddy Roosevelt, he was cool, but well, I mean, I can't really identify with him at all. I think this next question will be good for you, please, and I'll pitch it to you first. Please throw it at me. What is your no-fail, go-for-it, motivational song? Oh, yeah. man. It's a hard one to think of. That is a hard one to think of. But you'll get it. You'll be like, oh, that's the one. That's the one, 100%. That's a toughie. I was going to grab my phone to look at my playlist, but that takes too much time. Um... Shit, either Love Sosa by Chief Keef, that one's a classic, if you haven't heard that, definitely uh, play that shit, or um, something from Metallica, like Enter Sandman, that shit's crazy. Yeah, For Whom the Bell Tolls, yeah. that's classic. Any of that, yeah. I'm trying to think of this one in specific, but I don't remember what it's called. Master of Puppets by them is really good. That's one of them too. Enter Sandman. Oh my gosh, Seek and destroy. That's the yes. one. That's the one. Yeah, hundred percent. Metallic is awesome, man. For real, real old shit these old. days, but really, really good. Yeah, my go-to is "That's Life" by Frank Sinatra. That's oh, banger, without question. Mm-hmm. I'll always fall back on that song, man. That's an incredible song. David, what is yours, my friend? Well, I mean, if I think about it, I think my answer might change, but, like, the first song for me that came to mind was uh, Toothpick by Danny Towers. I know it's, it's it wouldn't be everybody's, but just something about that song really gets me gets me going. The hard rap kind of mm-hmm. like yelling, but not yelling, you know, like an intense song. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see it. It's it's definitely a mot- it motivates you to get up and do shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I also like... Um, uh, Shit, it was just in my head. Um, Bald remix with uh, Peggy and Denzel Curry. Oh, I've never cool. heard it. No. Kidding. We'll have to listen to it after. We, will, we need to. Love this Denzel Curry. Love Denzel Curry, bro. Well, the next question says here, if you could send a note to yourself in 2032, which is 10 years Holy from now, shit. what would that note say? Oh. Some interesting, some thinkers here for sure. That's for damn sure. These are all for my grandmother, too. She's got mm. great questions. Shout out, Deb. Love you. <laughs> That's incredible yeah, questions here. Yeah. I think I would kind of, you know, write about 
what's going on in my life right now and what I view as most important and like uh, the issues that I'm having and you know kind of so when I read it further on I look back on it and see what my problems were and like you know maybe I can look at them and laugh at them and yeah maybe I'll look at the problems and be like oh I'm glad I solved that or Maybe I'll see a problem that I haven't solved yet and realize, yeah. you know, maybe I, I should really get on get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, ah, oh, I should really get on that. Okay. I like that. That's good as fuck, man. What would you say, Chris? I'd probably remind myself of the times that I was down bad and just, like, in the dumps, just so I can look at it and be like, I overcame that. Like, I'm still here. I'm still kicking. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did well. And remind, like, remind myself, like, what I'm doing now. And just kind of like a flashback type deal, like a, uh, what are those things that you bury in the ground? Time capsule. Yes, time capsule, it's like a time yeah. capsule. Okay. So it's, these are, the, ultimately, yeah, I mean, to remind yourself, like, to keep going, you know? Yeah, I'd really like to do something like that, too, like a time I, capsule. Yeah, I, I think that for mine, I would definitely be like, yo, like you said, you've made it through this, you can make it through anything, man. Like, you got this. Like, yeah. don't let life get you down, bro. Exactly. You'll make it. You'll be good. Exactly. It's a good one. Staying optimistic and keeping your head head high with those uh, notes. Exactly, yeah. Now, the next one is interesting for me. I have a couple answers here, but what is your favorite place on Earth? Favorite Favorite place on Earth that you've been to, obviously. You know, your personal favorite. Sheesh. Um, I'll give my answers first, give you guys time to think here. I've got two. First one is the parking lot that we always go to. Yep. The upper lot, I love it. It's always chill, you know, we're always there, you know. And my second favorite place is when I went to Germany, I was staying in this youth hostel that was like a castle. Mm -hmm. And one night we were up on the roof because there was a roof spot. And it was like midnight, the moon was out. And I was like looking at the moon and it was like, dude, like... I had one of those weird moments. It was like, when I'm back home, I'm looking at the same moon. This is wild, you know? <laughs> but that specific rooftop, I'll never know where it is for certain, but that place was... blew my fucking Spot mind, Blew my fucking That's mind. That's wild. Was there, like, a crazy view or whatever? Oh, yeah, dude. It was the well, top of castle, at? basically. Castle? Yeah, we look over, like, the little town. It was, like, a small town. Like, a Holy village, shit. you know? You saw the dragon attacking it. <laughs> We had a moat surrounding us. Yeah. We had a bunch of knights. We had our army. You know, yeah, we had Schmaug. Yeah, it was a <laughs> bunch of That's wild, though. Castles in Germany. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. Like their eyes and drag. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. What would you guys say is your favorite place on Earth? I think I would have to say, if we can do two, one would be, um, we used to have this lake house uh, when I was younger. And my parents, like, their family sold it when I turned, like, 13. Um, but they had a swing that was right next to the water. So when you would go, you would slightly go over the shoreline so you could see, like, around the entire lake. Mm. So, like, at night, like, when it was, you know, you had the stars out and everything was going, you could swing out and see all the stars. It was just really pretty. Yeah. Uh, and then the second would probably be um, on the Kangamangas Highway. They have this one spot where it's like a swim spot, and they have like a waterfall that you can go off of and into this deep pool with like a beach around it, and you can just sit there, oh, shit. and it's like one of the most fun places to be. I've never been there. 
It's you awesome. like to take a sip that summer. Mm. The summer that sounds dope, man. That you gotta do it on sick. like a hot day because the water is freezing. Because it's like the oh, yeah. it's like the water rushing right down the mountains. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. That sounds awesome, man. I like that the cool. the swing, dude. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I remember rope <laughs> swings and stuff like that. That was so much fun. Mm-hmm. We used to have a hammock there too, which was so comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's weird. I feel like you like Loki grow out of those things. What? Kind of sucks. Being adventurous outside. No, like just, well, kind just of, like, like those, shit, like, those childhood you know? moments, you know, yeah. where like even the little things just seem so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and growing up, you like drift away from that so far. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, sure. who even has the time to swing anymore? When was the last time either of you sat on a swing? Exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't. Increase. <laughs> you, you get caught up with adult problems like working and bills and all that stuff. You don't have time for those small. You know, it's the small things. It's mm-hmm. the small things. It really is. It really is. What's your favorite place on Earth, Chrissy? Your favorite place that you've been? Um. I think, um, I don't know exactly where it was, but it was in San Francisco, and it was, um, it was like a 45 degree angle road, like steep as shit road, and you just looked down, and you saw the ocean, and right in front of the ocean was Alcatraz Island. It was the (laughs) sickest shit I've ever seen, and I don't know, that whole just, because we have pretty flat roads and then like a little waves and turns and shit, but we don't have like super steep roads, like mountain roads. It's crazy. And I feel like that, it was like hiking, but in a city environment. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And I, that was definitely pretty. Alcatraz, dude. That was so cool. And I went Mob there too, the and I knew everything because I played Mob of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was lying to you. They even have the key dangling. Really? Yeah, it's a real thing. Oh my gosh, dude. That's awesome. So cool. I love that. I want to go there, dude. I've heard so much shit about that place. so cool. Dude, even my mom went there. Alcatraz is sick. Yeah, she went there like last year. She she brought me back a t-shirt and was like, yeah, I went to Alcatraz. I was like... I didn't go to Alcatraz. (laughs) (laughs) You went without me. (laughs) I was like, thanks for going without me. (laughs) Alright, the next question here is a simple one. It's a simple one, simple but one. it's not, right? Oh, personally, man. what for you personally? What what brings you hope? Brings me what hope. brings you hope? What brings you hope, Chris? Sheesh. Um. What is it in life that brings you hope? Hmm. Or maybe not life. What do you mean by maybe not life? I mean, maybe you could have said what brings me hope is the fact that all of this will end. You know, granted that would be a very sad opinion, but. It was very dark with it. Hey, man. Inner peace, am I right? <laughs> I mean, shit. Probably say, um, I like to tell myself in five years, this choice or whatever. I mean, this isn't really hope based, but it sort of is. It, like, it, not that it won't matter, but it won't impact you as much as it did at the time. And it'll have you more hopeful for better outcomes i guess uh, so um, like things will change yeah basically. things will yeah. change and change is inevitable and i don't know good change bad change whatever change is good yeah so in part. essence with something that's not exactly great yeah the hope that it will change you mm-hmm. know okay yeah. yeah i dig that Devin brings you hope my friend i think i kind of gotta say like i'll talk with uh my grandfather every once in a while. I know I bring him up all the time, but 
he's probably the biggest part of my life. Um, and I'll talk to him about things that are going on in my life. And a lot of times it's things that are similar to things he's experienced. Mm -hmm. And it makes me realize that, like, even though you feel as though you're in the darkest part of your life, doesn't mean there isn't a way out. Like, things will change and things will get better. It just takes time. Yeah. And just, you know, having that, like, constant reminder that even people in my situation have gotten out of it. Like, there is a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. Damn, change, man. That's what it is. That's all it is, man. The fact that it'll change for better or for worse, but it will change. It will. It will fucking change. That's for sure. Maybe not right away, but it will eventually. I think what brings me hope is peace, like the or the fact that there will be peace. Yeah. Not even like I mean, obviously it's changed too, but just that there will be peace at some point. You know, mm-hmm. it won't be. It's like in my head about things. You know, there's like a constant like battle. Like, should mm-hmm. I be doing this? Should I be doing that? You know, just chaos. And That's the fact like that um. There will be peace. You know. You ever heard uh, Memento Mori or Memento Mori? I think so. Yeah. It's like it, it. It's like the saying like uh, you will die, like, one day things will end. It's like a like a thing to like cherish life and realize that even if you're suffering, nothing is forever. Hmm. Memento is that Latin? Yeah. I feel like I've definitely heard that before. What does yeah. it mean? It means oh, it's Latin for remember that you have to die. Yeah. Wow. Damn. That's deep. <laughs> that is deep as fuck. I've been looking at like a lot of tattoos because I really want to get it like on my forearm. Mm. Like almost like either with a like a skull or a um what's it called? Hourglass? Yes. Hourglass. That's what my friend has. Damn. Now I wanna get that. That sounds cool as fuck, man. Yeah. Well, what is we'll go on a, a lighter note here. Sure. What's uh Something you did in your life that makes you very happy. Like, something you're like, I'm happy I did that. You know, like, just something you're happy that you did. You know, it's a simple question. Devin. Uh, the first thing that came to mind for me was um, a couple of years ago, I did, like, a bake sale fundraiser with my grandmother. And it was to raise, um, raise funds for, like, cancer treatments for, like, mm-hmm. younger kids. And we sat there for, like, two days, and we did nothing but make cookies. And then we sat at, like, a church's parking lot and just sold them to, like, a million people that showed up. Because there was, like, 12 other grandmothers that did the same exact thing. And it was, like, this huge thing where they raised, like, $10,000. Like, just selling cookies. That's great, dude. That's awesome. That is a very happy thing. I bet you feel good about that, huh? I did. It was really nice. I got to eat a lot of really good cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, dude. That's awesome. Shit. Making other people happy, man, or yeah. helping other people is always a good feeling. And even just like you know, putting that aside, like just being able to spend like quality time with somebody. Yeah. Like not doing it for any ulterior motive, or you know, spending some time with somebody just for the sake of spending time with them. That's a fact. Yeah, that's awesome. Chris, what about you? What's something you did that made you really happy? So. A while back, one of my friends got, like, in trouble and had to do, uh, it's, like, uh, required, like, time, like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yes, community service, and he chose the food bank, and I, I didn't get in trouble, but I went with him a few times, and I just did the food bank stuff, and made me feel good to give out food to people in need, 
and he had to do it for a reason, but I was just doing it to do it. Yeah. You're just tagging along. Exactly. Volunteer yeah. work, man. Yeah. And, and mm. like, it's humbling because you don't get paid. You do it to help other people. And I feel like you find the best people there, too, because they really devote their time to helping someone else rather than themselves. Exactly, yeah. And it's just, it's a humbling experience, that's for sure. This is kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent, but Please. I remember, like, um, there's a couple of schools where, like, to graduate, you have to hit a required amount of community service hours. Mm-hmm. I feel like that should be something that should be implemented. I feel like so many people would do so much better if they just had to do a couple hours of community service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just, I've heard of that being a required mm-hmm. thing. I think it is for, like, some courses and stuff like that, too, especially in college, mm-hmm. you know. It's a lot of private schools that do it. Yeah. Because, you know, they can do whatever they want. Like, they don't have to follow a curriculum. They just... It's, it's a good thing, yeah. I think it should be implemented more, too. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Now, well, this question is kind of similar. It's, it's who's someone in your life that really changed your life, you know? And I think maybe it could fall into the same answer as that other question about, you know, someone that you look up to a lot, you know? And, and like, I, I think for me, I would, for this question, too, I'd probably say my grandfathers, you know, my grandparents really changed my life, too, so. Yeah. But if you guys have any other different answers, you know. So I would say my grandfather, but I think the biggest change for me was um, my uncle. He passed a couple of years ago, but when I was younger, he was one of those people who was always, like, very tough on you. And, you know, the tough love kind of guy. He would make fun of you, and, you know, if you did something stupid, he would call you out on it. But at the same time, he was the person that, like, if you were ever in trouble, he was the first one you would go to because he would always get you out of it. So it really showed me that, like, you know, there's people that have trouble expressing their emotions and people express it in different ways. Yeah. You know, so you can't always take what somebody does at face value. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah, it definitely changed your life, yeah. You learned a lot. Yeah. Learning a lot from somebody is... Or if if someone has the power in your life to impart that much wisdom in, like, that regard, that's definitely going to change your life. Mm-hmm. Like, headstrong, that's going to change your fucking life. That's for sure. What about you, Chris? What do you think? Honestly, same shit. I'm just going to say my dad again, because mm-hmm. he kind of brought me up and helped me out. Short and sweet, I know, but... Amen. No, no, it's it's fair. I, I, say, I, I mean, I agree. I say the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. grandparents, grandfathers, you mm-hmm. know. Just something about them, man. <laughs> exactly. They got all the wisdom. Now we're going to go back here to the deeper side. Okay? Deeper side. Let's the deeper side. It. The darker side of taboo, if you Deep will. Um, when Ducks. in your life, right? This, it, prepare yourself here. This is a hell of a question. Oh, man. When in your life have you needed to have the most courage? Damn. Yeah. The most courage. Hmm. It can be very dark, or it could be a very good, you know, question, too, a little more lighter one, but, but, you know, needing a lot of courage tends to, like, follow with a, you know, something negative happening in your life, I feel like, you know? That's for sure. That's like, courage wild. to get through something, yeah. or to help someone through something, mm-hmm. you know? But Devin, what do you think? When in your life have you needed to have the most courage? I think, for me, um, those who know me know that I didn't have the 
greatest of childhoods. Um, not the worst, but not the best either. And I think for me, the moment that was hardest was, you know, telling my dad that I wasn't going to be visiting anymore and the reason why and, you know, kind of how his actions had made me feel. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, realizing that even if he didn't care, it was something that I had to say. Sure. Takes a shit ton of fucking courage to have that conversation or that sort of conversation with somebody. Yeah. Damn, bro. Step up and do that, especially at a younger age. I can't, I can't imagine, man. Fuck. <laughs> well, on that, Chris, what do you, what do you think, man? What do you, oh, what, man. when have you needed the most courage? Was it a situation similar to that, or was it, you know, when have you needed to have, as Chris, the most amount of courage in your life? Yeah, sorry, maybe yeah. I should have gone second. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, you're good. I don't know if you beat that one. Holy shit. I, man. I don't know deep. if I want to go into much detail, but pretty much just confronting a uh, family member about something recent that happened. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that was. Because I kind of knew the thing that was happening, it was happening, and. Yeah, it was, it was something else to be like, yeah, no, this isn't right. Like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, I'm not yeah. a fan of what you're doing. Yeah, you guys, I imagine it's hard to, to have to confront family like that. Yeah, talking yeah. to family like that in any situation, no matter the issue, is very difficult. Yeah, even if it's, you come home and you're like, yeah, I failed this quiz. Like, <laughs> it takes courage, something man. like that, even, it's just like, fuck, dude, like. It takes courage. You gotta hype yourself up. You're like, exactly. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I gotta get this off my chest. I gotta say this. <laughs> you gotta do the... You gotta listen to Love Sosa by Chief <laughs> Oh, my. Do the surprise <laughs> method. You know, I really thought I was gonna fail this test, but yeah. I, 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 gotta, I gotta see. Exactly. <laughs> that was the best strategy wow, going I growing never up used doing that. that. I should have done that. Fuck, I feel like I've been cheated now. Really? You I never, never used it that before. was a thing. Or everybody else in the class failed, and I got it. I got to see. I feel like I've done something similar to that, but the whole, what? I didn't think I was gonna pass this. But I, I swear, did. the best grade in the class, like it was literally, we only got a B. Like I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Nobody did good. <laughs> the teacher said that everybody failed too. So <laughs> she literally yelled at us. <laughs> That's the kicker when you say they yell at us. They're like, what? I was like, yeah, she yelled at us. She told us that we need to, you know, study harder. She threw us a couple study guides. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I think shit. that, to circle back here, I think for me, when I've had to have the most courage, um, similar to you guys, but not as much confronting a family member, but I had to be there for a family member with my mother. Mm-hmm. When my great-grandmother passed, she was pretty sad about it, you know, and I had to try to do my best to kind of wrap my head around it. You know, that was my first time experiencing death, you mm-hmm. know, in my life. Or one of my, it was my second time, but yeah. one of the most heavy hitters, you know. Most impactful. Exactly, yeah. And I had, not only having to get through it myself, but, and like having to understand the concept of death and what that means on mm-hmm. my own at a young age, but having to be there for her too, you know. Because like, 
for her it was her grandmother, you know, and I know what my grandmothers mean to me, you know, and it's like I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, having to and for me basically it was to have the courage to be able to do that while processing my own grief. Yeah, so <laughs> that's mine. That's mine. Those, those, those were all yeah pretty banger answers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I told you we were going to go deep with that one, man. Yeah. I fucking told you. Um, hmm. Ooh, interesting one. Interesting mm. one. Okay. Ooh, ooh. I like this one. Okay. And it's worded well, too. Ooh. What ignites your sense of justice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can tell wow. these questions came from a really smart lady. Yeah. So. <laughs> what ignites your sense of justice? Fuck, that's a good question. That is a oh great question. That is a great question. <laughs> so, oh, what ignites your sense of justice? For me, for me, it is the. Okay, here I'm gonna try to word it intelligently too. You got I think a question what, like that. What ignites my sense of justice is how prolific and frequent injustices you know and in, in at least you know and i want i want to say in our society but i feel like that's too like society you know <laughs> but the sense of injustice you know and when people are done are done wrong and they're done dirty you know and i, I just I, I think when when people are like with things like like you know more common major topics right now you know like racism and and things like the things going on with Russia and Ukraine you know things like that like when i really wrap my head around it and sit down and fucking think it's like man like justice like we need justice for this shit you know like when you see people when you see someone being wronged it for me it doesn't even have to be someone close but if especially if it is someone close you mm. know when you see them wronged you're like fuck I need to get on top of that. Like, this needs to not be this way anymore. Yeah. We need to fix this. This is horrible, you know. I'd say that for me. I love this question. Yeah. Devin, what ignites your sense of justice, my friend? Uh, for me, I think it's, you know, I personally have, like, a very strict set of, like, moral codes. And I feel like there are things that should not be done in any scenario. And I have, like... You know, I've come across things where I've seen people doing things that should not be done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that really gets my blood pumping, well, to yeah. say the least. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. Because when, when, you, like we were saying earlier with morality, if you grew up, you know, if you were raised right, mm -hmm. you're going to have a very strong sense of morality, yeah. you know, and, and you're going to, like, like we said, rules to live by, you know. And when you see someone breaking those rules, it's like, well... That's fucked up. Like, mm -hmm. what the fuck is the matter with you, you know? Yeah, and I really hate bullies. Like, people that, like, oh, pick on people that are, like, weaker than them because mm. they know they are. I'm like, that just pisses me off. I'm like, you don't even have the balls to pick on somebody your own size. I'm like, you're picking on the kid that's a foot and a half shorter than you. Yeah. I should walk over and slap you like the bitch you are. Yeah. That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. I think... See, okay, here's a hot take here. I, is, I think that bullying to an extent is near necessary. And I want to hear your guys' opinions on this too because I think that bullying, the way you were saying it, you know, picking on someone who's not, you know, your own size sort of thing, you know, like bullying the kid who, you know, like, 
who it's too easy to bully, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. You know, it's I think that's wrong. But I think like me bullying you, you bullying me, you know, stuff like situations like that. It's yeah, it helps I mean, to grow a spine. You need to have a spine. You know? Exactly. I think mm-hmm. everyone has to face hardships in life. Like I feel like that's what grows your character. That's what makes you as a person. If nobody ever got made fun of, we would be the worst people on earth. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. All of these people that grew up with people telling them they're absolutely perfect and they can do no wrong are awful people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the kids who never got told no. Exactly. They're spoiled brats. They exactly. are awful people. But at the same time, like what the kind of bullying I'm talking about is like, you know, the kid that's getting shoved into the locker for no reason or the kid that's getting made fun of because, you know, maybe he has a limp or maybe he has crutches. Yeah. And I'm like, you're literally picking on him because of something he can't control. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what kind of side, what, what satisfaction do you get out of that? And that's why do people you, with those issues tend to be the most, you know, the strongest, you know, mentally and, and, and things like that. You know, they can handle more. Exactly. Because they're used to getting it so much, which is a sad thing, you know. Like those people that can smile through all of it. Yeah. I'm like, I wish I could do that. I wish I could have somebody sit there and make fun of me to my face and smile through it. And know that it means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I admire that. That's for sure. Well, I do, too. That, for some reason, that made me think of this. I, to our question earlier that said, uh, that was like, what is something you've done in your life that made you very happy? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, um, back when I lived out west, we lived with a bunch of people and like the, who were like family, you know. And one of them, who was like a grandma to all of us, you know, all of us kids, she got cancer, right? And so she had to shave her head. And all the, like, guys in the house, we all shaved our heads, you know? So she didn't feel, like, alone, I guess, you know? And we all did it. And it was it was a really nice thing. And I went to school, and people were making fun of me because I shaved my head, you know? Mm-hmm. But I explained why, and they straightened up quick, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, fuck, like, I'm sorry, yeah. you know? But... I think that was, because it kind of touched on that bullying thing, too, you know. But that, for me, was a very proud moment. But back to this, Chris. What ignites your sense of justice? Oh, man. I think when, I want to say bullies as well, sort of, but more of, more of in a social setting rather than, like, a, uh, or, like, non-school setting. Okay. Like, people just being assholes to people out in public for if they don't agree with them or like and it's just like dude don't you have anything better to do like you're really complaining to the gas clerk or the guy who works at the gas station about the gas prices exactly the ones to bring up gas prices (laughs) what or like to go up to the supermarket and be like why is it so expensive they just work there Mm -hmm. they just work there why you why are you gonna be doing this to someone and like Adult bullies are the worst, cause like at like a supermarket and shit, it's just kids working there, just just trying to make a quick buck while they're in school. Exactly. And they're yelling at them for the prices. Like, come on, <laughs> just like just like random shit like that. They have no control over. Oh my god! One of my first jobs, I worked at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh man! And the people that would yell at me, like straight up yell at me, for like messing up their coffee. Yeah. When I know that I made it right. I know <laughs> that I did. Because I made the same exact coffee 32 times. Okay? I'm sorry it doesn't taste 
however you wanted it to taste, but yeah. that's how your coffee tastes. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not the one that you ordered. <laughs> it's supposed to be made, and you're bitching about nothing. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry that I put four pumps of mocha swirl and you wanted 13. I'm, you know, but if you don't say that, I don't know. So don't yell at me about it, okay? Exactly. Because we all grew up with those retail jobs or those, you know, oh, yeah. like you said, quick buck jobs, you know. Exactly. Yep. And, you know, I'd own up if I messed up a coffee, you know. Every oh, yeah. once in a while, you throw one out there and you're like, I know that's not quite right, but I hope they don't notice. <laughs> and when those ones came back, I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry. And I'd make a new coffee. Yeah. I can accept that I've, I have flaws, but I know there are sometimes I know that I made a coffee right. Oh, okay. very passionate. You had to get that off his chest. I'm sorry. I worked there for two. <coughs> I worked there for like two and a half years. Oh man! I went all the way up to like shift leader, and you know there was a couple regulars that I had to deal with like every day. They would want to fight every day and ask for me specifically over coffee, over coffee, over fucking over coffee. coffee. If you don't like it, like, you want to fight make it with yourself. a 14 year old. Over coffee at six o'clock in the morning. Oh man, <laughs> this is what you want to do with your life. Adult oh, bullies, man. Adult bullies. Adult bullies. It really it's... sparks my sense of justice as well, man. Especially when they get served too. Like the manager comes over and like, yeah, sorry, we don't know, we can't control this. Mm-hmm. So uh, either complain about it, and no one will listen, or get out. Those moments when you have your faith and in you just justice there. rewarded. And you're like, yep. yes, <laughs> justice is served. That's one thing I did like of work, about working at Dunks. Those moments where they would ask for the manager. and I, I am turn, the manager. I could spin around and go, hi, what can I help you with? Oh, man. Have I you pulled up before? Oh, yes. It, like, in real life, you'd turn around and you'd say, hi, I'm the manager. Mm-hmm. I wish. One day. I would also do one where I would duck behind the window and then come back, like, with my hat off and say, hey, what can I help you with? You fucking bastard. That is one. Well, I was, like, 15 years old and I had power. I was drunk with it. I yeah. Whatever I wanted. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I was it's the just, same way when I was at Market Basket. You tell a 15-year-old he can kick somebody out of a store? I'm gonna find any <laughs> excuse to be like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. All right, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, we've got a few left. This one's a two-parter here. A two-parter. Um, yeah, what do you guys think is the greatest gift we can give ourselves? Oh, man. That's part the second one. Part, yeah. Do we have to answer the first part before the second part? Or the second part is, is what's the greatest gift we can give each other. Ooh, okay, man. so I'll, I'll start with the first part. Okay. Please I do. think the greatest gift we can give ourselves is peace of mind. And, like, learning that there are people you have to forgive and there are people you have to forget. How do you achieve peace of mind, Devin? I think... Well, there's a quote that I I like a lot, and it's... um, We forgive others, not because they deserve it, but because we deserve peace of mind. And Mm -hmm. I think that if you let what other people do to you, you know, kind of dictate how you live your life, you're no longer living your own life. Yeah. So I think that sometimes you kind of have to for, forgive and forget. Forgiveness is huge. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is a huge lesson to learn. And, and yeah. you'll get some adults that don't haven't learned that too. Mm-hmm. Those adult bullies, you know, and you <laughs> don't learn these things. Sometimes yeah. you have to realize that things in life aren't always your fault. Sometimes they are, 
but sometimes they aren't. And it's forgiving other people and forgiving yourself in that regard, too. Yeah. yeah. That it definitely is the greatest gift you could give yourself, because I know a lot of people struggle with that, you know, being able to I forgive did. other people, holding I, grudges. Yeah, I did for a long time. I haven't, I didn't realize that till very recently. Mm -hmm. You know, and it took some really hard moments for me to realize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not an easy lesson. So then what in turn do you think is the best gift you can give others? Honestly, I think it's just, you know, to be kind. I think sometimes in life all you need is, you know, that one person. I mean, I hear a lot of things at work where, you know, people are on the edge of suicide. Thinking about, like, you know, ending it all. And it's just one thing that changes their mind. Yeah. 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 Sometimes that's all you need. Mm-hmm. And you know, if all it takes is to be kind to even just a random person, then that's what I want to do. Amen. Make a fucking difference. Sometimes it is as simple as that, and sometimes it's not, though. Which is I know. I'm not saying thing. it works no, every I know, time. I know. I'm but just saying that's, that's the hard part, you know, for the person going through it. Sometimes it's not as simple as one thing going right, because sometimes you're so far down that one good thing ain't going to bring you back to normalcy, you know? You're going to stay lost in your downward spiral of cockamamie fuck, you know? And it is near impossible to get out of it. It takes a lot of strength and a lot of forgiveness. Like you said, forgiving other people that have done you wrong to put you there and then forgiving yourself. You know, I struggled with, you know, like you know, I've struggled with, you know, putting myself at fault for a lot of things. You know, and that's, like you said, forgiving yourself too is a huge thing to pull you out of that. You know, as a... Forgiveness is a huge thing to learn. It, it will have a lot of effect on your life and the lives of others around you if you can forgive them. You know, forgive and forget, move on, make amends, you know, even if it's not to be best friends again or if it's not to be in love again or whatever it may be, you know, if it's not that positive, positive an outcome, at least there will be some sense of accomplishment, you know, and then finality, you know. Sometimes all you need is closure, but... That's off on a tangent, Chris. <laughs> when you were saying like bad days and stuff, I thought you were gonna bring up Joker. Just one bad one day. One bad day. And I was like, oh, not... don't say it, please, not I, right now. I did, and you were actually the one to bring up Joker. Forty-six minutes. Forty-six minutes in. Forty-six minutes in. I feel like we're doing better. And it wasn't even me. It brought him up. I mean, it will be pretty soon, but... Well, now you've sparked my interest. Exactly. Now you got me going. Now I'm going to... Well, we got to have at least one drop every pod, huh? Exactly. From you, at least. Exactly. Yeah. Well, then, what do you what do you think, Chris? What's the greatest gift that uh, you can give yourself? I would say um, giving yourself a hobby and giving yourself something to look forward to on your own time rather than... Like, once you're done work, once you're done school, once you're done whatever you have to do in the day, going home and doing that one thing that you've been looking forward to all day, whether it is, I'm not going to lie, mine is definitely building Legos. <laughs> I look forward to that. If I get a set, I treat myself with a set oh, after yeah. a long week, and I look forward to building that just because it's my time, my space, play some nice music, and let the creativity flow. Even Fuck though, yeah, yeah. 
Plus, it has that nostalgia factor. That's, oh man, I've been doing it all my it's life. It's irreplaceable. Legos are just. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you, know, you empty the bags out. You got the you got the instructions like either on the desk or on the floor, and you got music in the background. Just like it's the perfect vibe to yeah. just you know zone out, not have to worry about anything for like an hour. It's all about setting, making mm-hmm. any situation comfortable. Yeah, you know that's for sure. Making it comfortable will make you feel content. You know that's for sure. What's the greatest gift that we can give each other, Chris? I would say. Same thing, just giving, putting Legos. someone on, well, yeah, in a sense. <laughs> Put them on, this is some good music, babe. <laughs> putting someone on to, like, something that interests you, maybe it'll interest them, and then you guys can both look forward to that when you're done, and then talk about it, maybe. Like, yeah. if you guys are both looking forward to watching a TV show, then next time you see each other, you could talk about that show. Or, I don't know, just something to connect everybody, and have them look forward to something at the end of a hard day or something. Hell yeah, like friendship, you know, even exactly. just giving a friendship, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. Something to look forward to. I, I kind of agree with that. I think that the best gift we can give each other is love. And I, I think the best Legos. gift we can give ourselves is a chance. That's for sure. I think that love for one another is a huge thing. I think that everybody... You know, as as manly or, 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 you know, stone-hearted as you might be, you know, everybody likes to feel loved, you know, mm-hmm. be it friendship or otherwise, you know, you, 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 the best gift I think we can give each other is love, but the best gift you can give yourself is, is a chance, you know, in almost any regard you could think of, like a chance with anything, you know, or yeah. give yourself a chance, you know, to overcome something or, or you know to kind of just it's kind of like Devin was saying earlier or I think it was Devin yeah about kind of reaffirming yourself you know like with the notes the letters to yourselves in the future you know to I guess remind yourself of what you've overcome but also that you won't like that you'll get better you know in a yeah. way the chance in that sort of yeah kind of aspect you know but for the next question here. And like I said, we're coming to the close with these deep ones. And then we'll go over to the co-host Chrissy. End. We'll go to the shallow end of the pool. But oh, yeah. as for this deep <laughs> dive, as for this deep dive, we've got a few left. So, boys, what would you consider your greatest achievement? Your greatest achievement. Hmm. That's a good one. I guess as of now, getting through high school and middle school and just the whole uh, school system, I guess, and uh, powering through it, and now I'm on to my adult life, so that's just an achievement, and then a lot more steps until another achievement, but... True, true. That's probably the biggest achievement I've had so far, and hopefully much more to come, many more to come. Oh yeah, dude. There will be, like you said. And this just... podcast, too. Facts, <laughs> The podcast is pretty good. This is a great achievement. It really is. But like you said, there are plenty more achievements to achieve. Yeah. So, you, did, you, you know, you've got that to look forward to. That's for sure. You know. What do you say, Devin? I think for me, it's kind of the same answer I gave last time, which was, um, you know, when I won the Boys and Girls Club Boy of the Year Award. Because it was the first time that I won something that actually confirmed I made a difference. 
because I won it for um, how much money I had raised in a fundraiser that they had done. Uh, it was like the first time for me when it wasn't something like, you know, oh, I won the championship for baseball, which, you know, really didn't mean anything. Or I got a good grade on a test, which, again, really didn't mean anything. And just like, you know, knowing that my parents were proud of me for something that I did and doing something that made a difference. That's a great achievement, man. That's awesome. Because you, 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 you feel empowered by it to a certain extent, you know, and not like a like a narcissistic way, but in just like a, I did something good for others. Mm -hmm. you know? And it was nice because they wouldn't tell me what I won. So I went there waiting for them to, you know, call me up for an award, but I had no idea what I was getting. And I was <laughs> the last person to go up. Oh, so you didn't know that it would be the the boy of, what was it you say? It was boy they of the call year it the boy of the year. They have, they have a boy oh. of the year, girl of the year, and then they have like athletic ones, educational ones, mm. like different things like that. Wow. Good for you, dude. That is a huge fucking achievement. Yeah. You were a shining star. Shining star. <laughs> you stood out amongst all the rest. Good for you, man. Good for you. Mm. It was really fun, though. I got to skip my first couple of classes of school, and I got free breakfast. <laughs> there you go. That was That's the only reason one. I went. That's the <laughs> one. And now for another of this deep dive here. Another question. Um, what do you most value in your friendships? Hmm. Gee. What do you most value in your friendships, boys? It doesn't uh, have to be just our friendships, you know, just yeah. friendships in general. What do you most value in a friend? Uh, I think dependability and honesty. I think in any relationship there should be, you know, whatever it be, friendship, boyfriend-girlfriend, family relationship, whatever it is, you should be honest with those people and you know it, it doesn't help any situation to you know hide things from each other yeah and i think dependability because you know i i find nothing worse than people that you know say things they don't mean or people that you know make plans so you save that time of your day for them and then you know last minute always cancel yeah like there's nothing worse than that the Once feeling of just being canceled on is awful so is, those yeah. are the those are the two things for me. I think I want to see in people to form a relationship with them. Sure, yeah. Chris, what do you think? Um, I would think probably just like sharing one big interest that we both like, like immensely a lot. Because usually friends are built on sharing an interest, but mm -hmm. like something that like. They live and breathe or whatever. And I like a lot of shit. And music taste is a big one for, like, a specific example. And we can talk about music. I could talk about music until fucking next <laughs> week. But, like, and just being put on to different music and putting people on to different music. It's just... Being able to see your interests from a different view is always exactly. really nice. Yes. it's a good way of putting it. Yeah. It took the words right out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. It's like it, it's like the same but different. Yes. Yeah. Same difference. No difference. <laughs> same difference. My key things in a friendship or relationship in general, there are three things. Three? Three things. Three words. Words to live by. And this heavily reflects my sense of morality as well. But I say respect, mm -hmm. forgiveness... And loyalty. 
those are the three hugest things in any friendship, relationship, or otherwise, you know. <laughs> Forgiveness, respect, and loyalty. Yeah. I think to have respect for someone and their beliefs, their own beliefs, granted if they may be different than your own, or respect for the things that they're interested in, again, even if they differ from your own interests, you know, things like that. Forgiveness in the ability to move on from something or to, you know, accept that you were wrong or something like that, you know, forgiveness in that aspect and loyalty in every aspect of the word. I think I, if if I were to pick one, I would say loyalty. Yeah. I think that is the hugest thing in any friendship or relationship. Being able to trust that that person holds your values to, you know, holds them high enough to have that respect. Because all those three kind of come hand in hand, you know. Yeah. Especially respect and loyalty. Because if someone is loyal to you, they respect you. You know, if you have a loyal friendship or a loyal relationship, there is a lot of respect there. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of understanding of what values you each hold highest and things like that, you know. and Because the worst feeling in the world is betrayal, that's in my opinion. Sure. I think that's the worst feeling. And loyalty is... I mean, obviously, in essence, it's, it's if, if someone's loyal to you, there's no chance that they would betray you or that there would be any sort of betrayal you know but but i think those three especially loyalty yeah but that's that's just a theory a game theory. a game <laughs> oh man we gotta get sponsored by these people <laughs> <laughs> we, we clone so much shit. we drop so much shit but when you were saying shared interests, all I could think of was you were like, should we live by? And I was thinking this podcast exactly. that is all we ever talk about, dude. That's for sure. Who we having on? What are we talking about? Uh, all this sort yeah. of stuff, man. It's huge. It's fucking it really huge. Is. And it wouldn't be possible without Sean. Sean, you want to say hi to everybody, Sean? Hello. Hello, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time. Everybody to the audience, we have had Sean and Quinn sitting in the background. So you may have some ruffling, ruffling of beanbags. You may have heard some ruffling or some ice cubes jostling <laughs> around, or some little giggles or sniffling. It's all these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to them for staying so patient exactly. and quiet. That's everybody that's moves. Loyalty. They gotta move. So people breathe. I mean, Sean's been in the same position for like an hour now. So. <laughs> They're loyal to the podcast. And exactly. They respect it. Without a doubt. Oh, here's an interesting question. I didn't even know this was on here, but it's relating to the time capsules, actually. Let's see. What would you put in a time capsule that would be opened 100 years from now? 100 years. I would put an iPhone 4, because I have a few of those <laughs> in my house. And that it's already ancient to us. I mean, not in the sense. It's just... It's old, old as shit compared to like the stuff that we have now. And I don't know when it came out in the early 2010s, I believe. Maybe even 2009. Yeah, I think the just the 2000s, yeah. Damn. I think so. But if you could put one thing in this time. Oh, account, just one? Just one oh, thing. Oh, man. To oh. either reflect you or the time that you lived in a hundred years prior to when this fucker's opened, right? Yeah. What would you put in there? I would put a flash drive containing news articles from our most recent, like, 
uh, issues, like our top issues concerning the world right now. The only issue I have against that is that what if, like, it's like the flash drive is like a floppy disk to us now. Like, no one can use it. The thing is, no matter, no matter, in my opinion, or I think that no matter how much technology advances Mm -hmm. and no matter how much the human race advances, you know, even though we're creating these better ways to store information and access information, just because we're creating better ways doesn't mean we won't have access to those old ways. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, even if we've got, you know, something in our eyeball that generates these things and we can just search anything in our eyeball, you know, we're still going to have access to full discs. Even if they, even if they can't, I'm sure they'll be able to make something. You're going to tell me, you're not going to tell me that, you know, we have this technology that's so much better that we can't make something. Exactly. What? That's lower. We can still watch VHS tapes. Yeah, we, we go back to a to Stone Age in a hundred years. Who <laughs> knows? All the technology could blow up or like grow legs and fly away. I don't know. That's a good point, man. Who you knows never what's know. Happen hundred years. years of could be cavemen exactly. opening this, seeing a flash drive, and be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> we could be on Mars. We never know. <laughs> we could be. Yeah. The world could blow up in a hundred years, but who knows? I, personally, I'd put a pack of Marlboro Red 100s in that fucker. Oh, yeah? And I'd let the world know what was killing almost every motherfucker. <laughs> With a sticky note that says, remember to flip your lucky. <laughs> remember to flip your lucky. <laughs> oh, man. Would you, you think you'd put an iPhone 4 in, Chris? Honestly, yeah. Because I feel like, even though I did just say that we might have a Stone Age, I was kind of just talking on my rear. I think... Not technology is going to be crazy in the future. And Either way, yeah, they'll be super advanced and look at it and look back, or they'll, they'll be, be like, super primitive shit. and look at it and yeah. be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, right? <laughs> or like something ancient, like like an old like basket that someone weaved or something from like the Stone Age, and they'd be like, wow, look at how far we've come. Just yeah. something to <laughs> This was us 100 years ago. <laughs> Yeah. So to to remind them where they came from, kind of like your letter. Exactly. Yeah. Nice, nice. Now another one here. What is your idea of perfect happiness? Perfect happiness. Perfect happiness. Perfect happiness. Is it a drive with good music, or is it building Legos in your room by candlelight? Any of these things are valid answers. <laughs> well, here's, here's the question. Soul words right out of <coughs> Here's the question. Is there smooth jazz playing in the background while I build my Legos? No, there can be if that's what perfect happiness is to you. <laughs> I don't know. Are we thinking about like attainable perfect happiness or what is our yeah, like, unattainable vision happiness. of perfect happiness? No, something that you could go out and do right now or tomorrow or you know something like that. Okay. Late night drive in the city with lights, windows down, heat on, music blasting. Cigarette in hand. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. The heat blasting with the windows down is a whole different thing. Hold I remember when we discovered that. Yep. Hold Devin fun. and I were driving in my car and it was like, what was it like? It was like colder it was cold. out. It was probably like fall or something. It was, a, it was a it was a good like brisk like thirty five degrees. Yeah, it was getting cold, but we wanted the windows down, and we rolled them down, and it was freezing. But we were like, no, like, and so I turned the heat on, like full blast, mm. with the music loud and the windows down, and we achieved this, 
it seemed like it should it should be some unattainable sense of you know this euphoric accomplishment. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. It was euphoria, <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> it was very euphoric. And and we figured it out together. It was awesome. We still do it all the time. Oh yes, still do it all the time. Very comfortable. Very comfortable. Chris, what is your idea of perfect happiness, my friend? Um, I would probably say after a powder day, or after like a snow storm, a nice mm. powder day, and uh, I like to go into the woods and just unstrap my snowboard and just fall back into the snow, make like a chair out of it, and just hang out there for a little bit. Just sit there. It's awesome. It is, it's it's awesome. so comfortable. It really is, because everything is a couch for you. Oh my god, it's like it cradles every point of your body perfectly. It's awesome. <laughs> and especially with no, like, and I, I have, like, a little, like, it's like a belt thing, but it's in my jacket, so snow doesn't go in. Mm-hmm. And I sit down, no snow is on me, I'm not wet at all, and I just sit there, and it's... And it, it's weird. Euphoric. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> Euphoria on HBO Max. <laughs> you're, you're, you're laying in the snow, but you're somehow warm and cold at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's like yin and yang. It's yeah. ridiculous. Something about the snow, man. It, it, when you're sitting in it, it, it's ev- it perfectly coddles every point of articulation in your body, and it's just, it's incredible. It is incredible. I agree with you, hundred percent. It really is. With your board strapped to your feet, dude, it's just like laying there. Oh, it's nice. Your vocabulary is just immaculate. I like. <laughs> I like when the snow is falling on your face, though. Yeah, I like that a lot. The mm-hmm. first snow. The first snow is mine, hundred percent. I love the first snow. We've had this conversation. We've had this fucking conversation. Okay, every year. All right, here we go. I'm gonna rant. Every year there is a first snow, obviously, and Ooh. I always, wow. I seem to always be with somebody who has like a great impact on my life every time there's a first snow. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's a crazy thing, you know. It just happens every year, and it's kind of neat. Yeah, I am mm. a big fan of the first snow. I feel like it's always in a parking lot, I feel like, for me. <laughs> like, I'm walking out of work, and I'm just like, oh, shit, the snow. Or, like, I'm walking into, like, a supermarket. It's always in a parking lot. Blacktop, white uh, lines, where people park. That just sticks in my head. Always in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. That's I, just my luck. I usually have a pretty good first snow, but I remember the first year I worked at Market Basket, the first snow of that year, I was pushing carts. I remember it started snowing, and I just, you know, looked up, and I just was like, really? Oh. Just kick me while I'm down. Yeah. Thank you very much. You just look up and sigh. Yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. All right. couple more. What makes you feel most grateful? Hmm... I think when people do things for me, not like, you know, big things, but like little things to the point of like, um, you know, I'll go to my grandparents' house and I'll help them do something and I'll come inside and my grandma will have like a plate of food made for me mm-hmm. or just like, you know, little acts of kindness. That's what always like gets me the most. Like someone could give me a car and I'd be like, Oh, thank you, that was very nice But then like, you know, after a hard day work I go inside and my grandma'll hand me like a plate of dinner with a Pepsi in it, or a Coke, like in a glass and I'm like, That is the greatest thing I have ever been given in my entire life. PB and J with some chips and so Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the best, man. After coming inside after a long day outside in the heat, yeah. PB&J, chips, and soda. Okay, oh, but yeah. you know the weirdest thing? You ever been swimming and then you eat potato chips? No. No. Somehow they taste better. I don't know what it is. Hmm. After swimming? Yep. Huh. Quinn, Quinn agrees with me. Quinn, Quinn do you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Quinn giving a thumbs up. Quinn agrees. Okay, I've never experienced I've that. I've never tried At least that either. Noticed it. It was a white kid birthday party. <clears throat> Sean, did you ever experience that? You're a white kid who had birthday parties. <laughs> you ever experienced so. chips after <laughs> the pool? Yeah. Yeah. Put them on your sandwich. Yeah. Don't they taste better? Oh, on your sand- okay. Sandwich yeah. chips they are taste better. crazy. Right. I don't know, but I've never done that. What? Yeah, you put a couple of you put a couple of chips on the sandwich. Yeah, nice it gives crunch. it some crunch. Gives it some it's texture. Crazy. It's a del- it's delicious. I know how it's it sounds, so but it's horrible. delicious. No, it's amazing. It's so good. It's Boston, if you will. Crunchy peanut butter, man. It's See, so I'm allergic good. to that, so I mean, that sounds like a blast for me. Yeah. Have you ever tried um? Soy nut butter? No, no, no. Yep, <laughs> I have, and it is soy nut fucking butter. trash. <laughs> I just got some, um, my parents just got some for my younger cousin. It's like a plant-based, but not peanut. I don't know what it is. Soy. No, no, it's not soy. No. I don't know. I'll take a picture of it when I get home. I'll send it to you. Right. It's pretty good. Right. It tastes like peanut butter. Yeah, see, I don't I don't like the flavor of the fucking, the fake ones. What? Mm-hmm. Sure. That's just me. Mainly because I can't have the real, but. Next question. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even answer it. Johnny didn't like that tangent. <laughs> <laughs> but alright next question you can answer what, what makes you feel most grateful these days um probably when someone gives me something I'm not good at showing gratitude I'm like oh thanks but like I'm like no oh, you're always like no you don't have to like don't yeah, do that no I can't no I can't take this what do you mean come on just keep it <laughs> no, some people just can't take things this. Small things, the little things, exactly. the little things, the little in, things life. in life. <laughs> yeah. Now, next, next question. question: What next did you meeting. learn about yourself in the past two years? Was there something big that you've learned about yourself in the past two years? Hmm. Instead of saying "learn something," can I say something that I've like realized about myself? I feel like those go hand in hand. What's the difference? Kind of, like, I think learning something about myself is, like, uh, like, I've learned like something learning about... learning a new thing that you can apply? No, kind of learn something new about myself, but something I realize is, like, something that I've realized that I need to start doing in my life. Okay. That's, like, the difference for me. Would that be... Shoot, a- then, shoot. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing, a big thing for me is I've realized that I need to have more self-confidence and that, you know, there was a point in my life where I didn't have as much and I'm not in that point of my life anymore and I can't really let it dictate how I act now. So I kind of have to, you know, think about where I am now and act accordingly. Fair. That's fair. Self-confidence, yeah. Keeping, yes, yes. Self-confidence and not narcissism. Yes. Yes, of course. Of course. I'm not saying... <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. I'm just giving you shit. I'm just giving you fucking shit. <laughs> Devin the narcissist, everybody. <laughs> yep. I'm a gigantic narcissist. 
I might I'm even have good. a god complex, hey, I might say. Self-confidence is a good thing, especially if you grow up not having any, you know. Self-confidence, just look at the way you and I dressed freshman year. Mm-hmm. We had no self-confidence. Well, I just mean, you know, I'm not at the point anymore where I go to the mall and have a panic attack. <clears throat> well, yeah. <laughs> Chris, yeah. what about you? What about you? What's something that you've learned or realized I guess, about yourself in the past two years? Or discovered, for all we Or discovered. But, um... I would probably say that um, I can do a lot more things than I thought I was capable of. Just if I am able to learn on my own rather than ask someone for help and figure it out by myself, it will stick with me for longer. Mm. And once I get it on my own, I can do it. Not I don't want to say every time, but I can get it a lot more down than I could asking someone. Yeah, so that you can kind of depend on yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Self-dependence goes a long way. Hell yeah. There's also always a much different feeling between doing something for yourself and having somebody else do something for you. Exactly. It's a greater sense of accomplishment if you Mm -hmm. do it on your own. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, even just, like, something simple, like, you know, getting an oil change. It's like, if I go get an oil change, I'm like, oh, I got an oil change. If I do it by myself, I'm like, yeah, I did an oil change. I, mean, I, know. I still can't do that. Yeah, I bought it's an oil that. change the other day. <laughs> it's not that hard. I can show you how to do it. I don't know. Please do. It's don't like know. 60 clams a pop at this point. It's it's getting it's getting pricey. Yeah, dude, you can buy like eight quarts of oil for like 30 bucks. Fucking oil prices, dude. <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. All right. Them gas prices. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what I was trying to do a call back to. All right. Two more questions, boys. Next question. Two more questions. <clears throat> What's your favorite time of day and why? Simple one here. I think, for me, I'm kind of stuck between the two. Is One is, like, very early morning when everything's still kind of waking up. You know, like, it's still kind of cold out. You know, maybe it's, like, a little little misty or a little foggy a little or darker yeah and like you know the birds are starting to wake up that's like very peaceful and the other is like uh at night if you're somewhere that's dark so you can see the stars hmm yeah Facts. i i am not a morning person at all Never, so i honestly can't relate on the morning bit but definitely the night bit every time i go camping i love to wake up early in the morning start the fire get some coffee going Never that. It's never, never that. I'm always the like last person awake, man. No, wake up early, get some coffee, get some breakfast, sit I'm by the camping. fire. I'm on vacation. If I'm on vacation, I'm waking up. Oh yeah, no, that's vacation for me. Nine o'clock, man. Vacation for oh. me is I don't have to go to sleep at one a.m. because I just got home. I get to you know go to sleep when I want to, wake up when I want to. Yeah, for me, vacation is I can go to sleep at one a.m. because I don't have to wake up at seven thirty or something. You know, yeah. Just two very different lifestyles. Exactly. The night shift and the day shift. The vacations are very different. Very different. <laughs> I don't want to sleep through all my days. My favorite time of day is, is, is um, <clears throat> twilight. Uh, is that the end of day? Like the end of the day, the twilight that's like right before dusk or something like that? I thought that was called dawn. Dawn dusk. What? No, shit. No, dusk dawn is... Dawn is the opposite Dawn is the morning. Dawn is when the sun's coming over. And the, I think uh, twilight uh, is when the light is starting to, like... 
Yeah. Fade. I don't know. Yeah, fade it's Twilight. Dust. Like the you can see the stars twinkling through. Twilight. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. right to me. Exactly. We'll yeah. Make it that. Yeah, Twilight. The Twilight. time before dusk. You know, when it's still a little light out. It's not like grim. Mm-hmm. You know, and that and in fall, I would say. And in because fall, yes. my why is because it's gorgeous. I love gorgeous. fall. Everything about fall. Yes. Because with Twilight, you get sunsets too. Yes. And sunsets are fucking awesome. That's for sure. Well, you got me thinking about fall. I really like fall. I like the color palettes, you know, the the more earthy tones of everything. It's very nice. It's Fall's beautiful. the best season, hands yeah. down. Even the way people dress. You can dress so much better in fall. I feel like <laughs> in spring, you gotta dress bright. In fall, you can go, like, earth tones. You can go, like, darker with it. Get yeah. comfortable. Yeah, and some days are warmer, too, so you yeah, don't have so to, like, can. layer up either. Mm-hmm. Or you can layer up, you know. It's the best of everything. Best of both worlds. What's your favorite time of day, Chrissy? I'd say 11 p.m. Why? Because just, I get in that zone. It is 11.44 right now, and I am just zoned in. I usually zone in on whatever I work on when I'm around that time. You're zoning in on me. It's be a fucking staying contest. <laughs> I'm zoning in on zoning out right now. I am zoned <laughs> out right now just because I've been up for like, oh yeah, I don't know, <laughs> twenty hours give or take. But I don't know, eleven p.m. is because it's just that time where you just start to get a little tired and you're just like, all right, I'm feeling good, I'm chilling, and I'm zoned in. Well, you better wake up, because you're man of the next segment, which comes right after this final question here. A very, very light one, just to wrap it up, but... I feel like you're lying. What historical event would you most like to witness? Wow. Yeah. Um, I'd say the building of the pyramids, just to figure out how the fuck they did it. (laughs) That's a very good one. That is a very good one. Holy shit, dude. I like that. Because... Those, those, uh, I don't want to call them bricks, I guess stones, brick-shaped, as, those are massive. Isn't like, it sandstone tons. or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. But, like... Wild. And they're still standing. It, yeah, to this day. They're, like, I don't know how old they are. Old as shit, but... Like, how? And each stone is placed, or each brick is placed so... Perfectly. Perfectly. perfectly mathematically perfectly yeah. on top of each other you know it's weird to think that the top of those is one brick you know yeah kind of wild I think there is I mean maybe that's me assuming that there's one brick at the top but I'm pretty sure it is I think so I suspect yeah what about you Devin what historical event would you most like to witness kind of the same thing I want to see where the heck like you know um, in Europe they have the the Stonehenge Mm -hmm. like all the stone towers I want to know where the heck that came from. <laughs> it, it's like one of those things, like like the heads on Easter Island. We have no idea where they came from. Like, there's so many things that we just have no idea about. I'm like, I just, you know, we can solve one of them. Mm. And I feel like that one's cool because it might relate to magic. Maybe we had magic. <laughs> or aliens. Or aliens. Yeah, exactly. I think it's cool that we have the you know the mysticism of it all though you know we've got all our conspiracy theories about why yeah, things are the way they are which adds a lot to the culture but I think I think I I would most want to go back and and see uh, like America the day World War Two ended 
you know, or like the I changed second my answer. it ended, you know, just to see how everyone was reacting to that, you know, good or bad. I mean, I don't know whoever was reacting how they were, but I think it'd be crazy to witness that unfold. The you end know? of a war, a world war. Exactly. Yeah. It's one that was frightening for everyone, you know. Worldwide, yeah. Exactly. I'd want to go back to America and wonder what War Two ended. That you said you changed your answer. Yeah, I agree. That'd be so cool. It's crazy. Or something like Y two K. Where like, you know, um, right before it switched over to two thousand and everyone thought the world was gonna end. Oh yeah. (laughs) Seeing people's like build up to it and like seeing how they reacted when everyone was like nothing happened. Exactly, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, that concludes our deep dive there. I mean, it was a deep dive, but it was kind of a, 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 it was, a bouncy ride down. It was. Know, it, was yeah. it was some turbulence. But, <laughs> like yeah. peanut butter yeah. and gas prices. <laughs> no, well, we're going to live that down. That concludes the deep dive, Chris. Why don't you take us to the shallow end? We're going to sweep into the swoop into the shallow end and... Uh, Ask some questions that we can uh, turn our brains off to. I think we kind of earned that after that deep dive. Oh, yeah, dude. Use their brains. Mine, mine's kind of going over time at this point. But let's let's start off with uh, just a simple one. And it's, it's a gaming-related one. Okay. So if you had waited for a release about a game, for a game and you never, you bought it, Day one or like first week or whatever, and you were super excited for it. Game, book, movie, whatever, but never did anything with it. Like you just have it sitting in your library, and you're like, "Oh, I need to get around playing that," but you just haven't yet, or watching it or whatever. Do you have any off the top of your head that you've just been? Oh, that that's actually happened to me. With? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't word it the best, um, but yeah. Well, not games as much as, you know, because I'm not much of a gamer. You're more of a movier. I'm more of a movier, yeah. And I can probably think of a, a couple cinematologist. of that collection I've got over there that I still haven't gotten around to watching. Yeah, the Halloween movies. Yeah. I got, like, a box set of them, yeah. and I never finished watching them. No. You know? And I, I'm always meaning to get around to it, but I still haven't, you yeah. know? And I think I'm going to this fall. I think it's it'll be the best time for it, but mm-hmm. it'll that's be a fine. spooky season. Yeah. Spooky season. Yeah. I don't like it. But you, Dev? I think the, uh, the two for me are uh, a game is... Uh, I bought Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> me too. Literally the day it came out. Mm-hmm. And I didn't play it for probably like... <laughs> two and a half months it just sits there just, like, i got it day one yep, let's it, go it just sat there for two yeah. and a half months uh, yeah, i feel you and then the second for me was i found um if any of you have ever seen the movie the leprechaun yeah it's this really weird old horror movie i bought the steelbook series oh all man. seven movies seven leprechaun and i have still yet to watch them I mean, I feel like you're doing yourself a justice by not watching them. Those movies are I, wild, man. I don't know. There is one that's called Leprechaun in the Hood. And I really want to see it. <laughs> I really want to see it. I want to see what happens. I've never seen those movies. I've oh, heard so great. much shit about them, though. They're so funny. <laughs> yeah. There's one scene where he, like, jumps on a guy with a pogo stick and just, you know, like, mutilates him. Oh, lovely. It's great. That sounds great. It's awesome. <laughs> Chris, what about you, man? What about you? I got um got a war the other like a couple months ago, the newer one, and you I didn't got it. Play it. Well, 
Hear me out. I played a little bit of it, but I just haven't gone around to finishing it because the day I got it, the next day Elden Ring came out, and I just okay, fair. Put 102 hours into that. So, and then after that, the new Lego Star Wars game came out, and I put 20 hours in that. So I don't understand how how you can sit down and put that much time into a game. I mean, like, oh, it's just, just like watching a movie it, or a show. It's just... It's a hundred hours, though. Well, that... Has well, been, how do you, that's, see, that's why I like movies and shows, because it's like a one-time, you know, done thing, you know? It's like two yeah. and a half hours of stories, all of our... Sure. You know? Yeah, and I mean, sometimes games are very interesting, though. Like, I've, I've got a couple that I've played, like the Batman games, you know? Those are like 40 hours, you know? Yeah. Which is crazy, but... Mm-hmm. And I've sat through those, but I can't imagine a hundred hours, dude. Hundred hours is decent amount. That but seems like such a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did play the game three times. Oh, there. Uh, I mean, yeah. But I had seventy-five hours on my first playthrough, and then the rest I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it quick." Holy shit! Yeah, there are some people that yeah. go crazy with it though. Like people that play Animal Crossing are people hmm. that have like three hundred, four hundred plus hours yeah, in the game. It's fucking crazy. That's Yeah. I don't... I don't know. I that don't... type of shit's just ridiculous. I saw this video of this older gentleman, and he pulled out his Nintendo Switch. He was working at, like, an auto body shop, and he was like, Yo, do you play El- uh, not Elden Ring, uh, Animal Crossing? And he's like, how much time did you put into this? He's like, a lot. A <laughs> mm, hundred hours? Oh, way more. Dude. Yeah, he's like, over a hundred? He's like, he's like, you see oh, how wait. my houses look? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And it, video games and media in general just grabs everybody. Yeah. And whoever's interested can do it, and whoever doesn't want to, doesn't have to. Because it comes in many different forms. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Amen. I mean, I can't say anything. I have like a hundred hours in Forza. That's a game where you just drive around. And I mean, to be fair, I probably have about a hundred hours in The Dark Knight. And I've seen that movie like thirty times, dude. I shit you the fuck not. Yeah. So it's one of those things. So going off of the media aspect of everything, I guess um, this one's more on the musical side. How do you prefer to organize your playlist? Transitions. Transitions? Yeah. What do you mean by transitions? Transitions from like a song that ends in a way that connects with the song following it. That beginning. That connects with the beginning of that one sure. well. Or also with themes of songs too. You know, like if I got a like a sadder song, I'm gonna put it after with another the, sad yeah, song, you, you can't know. Put it with like and then the transitions certain songs themselves can be transitions too. Yeah. Like a song that's happy and sad could be in between a happy part and sad part. Yeah. You know, I'm huge on transitions. That's yeah. how I ma- I attack a Transitions playlist. are awesome. Oh, I yeah, love them. Especially with Spotify. Oh yeah. Oh, the crossfade is life changing to oh, say the least. Devin, what about you? What are you thinking? I'm more of a binge and purge kind of guy. I just throw everything I like into a playlist. Or not so much everything I like, but everything I like about a certain genre. (laughs) And then I listen to the playlist a couple of times, take out what I don't like. And then, you know, after about a month, I'll get to a point where I like it. And then I'll either put the playlist on hold and I'll just, you know, shuffle it whenever I listen to it. Or I'll sit there and actually do the transitions if I really like the playlist. Mm. That's fair. I have, like, one big-ass playlist, and I add everything I like to it, 
And with that, I put them into their certain respective playlists. Mm. So kind of just a main hub, and then just dissect from there. So like controlled chaos. <laughs> Mostly chaos, but a lot of playlists are definitely like two songs, and then I forget about them, but... Everything becomes chaos. Chris, would you say you're an agent of chaos? I would I would say so. <laughs> Chris is There's my Dark Knight reference. There's my Joker reference. Chaos. And that is one hour and 27 minutes in. <laughs> Good job, buddy. I'm uh, proud of you. Almost an hour and a half. Oh, man. Um, so this one... I'm not even going to try to transition, but it, it'll be a good story time. What is the weirdest thing you've ever seen in a hotel? Because <laughs> hotels, there's some strange shit that goes on there. Because anybody can rent out a hotel room as long as you're an adult. And it, shit goes down there, for real. I don't know. I haven't been in many hotels, but no. the... I'm going to spin it. The strangest thing that happened to me in a hotel is I was younger and I got lost because I was trying to find the, the the room that we were staying in. And you're walking down the hall and you saw two twins in dresses. No, close, close. <laughs> but close. Red one came Red to the elevator. Yeah. No, I, I, was, I got lost. I was like really young. You yeah. Know? All the carpeting looks the same. All the doors are the same. Yeah. And then this old man found me and he helped me back to my room. And, like, didn't kidnap me. And I was like, it was what? crazy, dude. It was a crazy experience. That, that was sounds the like strangest a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I used to have dreams about that, of, like, the pattern of the carpeting in the yeah. hotel. Like, I don't even remember where the That's fuck it weird. was. But that shit was wild. That's weird This is, like, this old, nice black man. Yeah. Who, like, I was like, damn, like, thanks, bro. Like, what? I appreciate it. Wild. That's so Patch on the back. Good luck, youngin. <laughs> like, young blood. <laughs> sends me on my way, bro. <laughs> oh man. What about you, buddy? I think for me, the weirdest experience that More I've had. More craziest, whatever. Just out there. I gotta say, uh, my eighth grade school field trip to oh, Washington D.C. We, uh, all the guys got put on the third floor and it was like half of it was being renovated and like the other half was like the old hotel style yeah. so we had all the sh- you know all the stuff that was broken down we had nothing that worked what year did you go before you go any further uh this was like i don't even know what year that would be what would what would be our eighth grade year oh my god i just got mad deja vu sorry what <laughs> <laughs> That's the dog with Texas I'm bad, with, I'm bad with math in my head. Bro. When we were in eighth grade, worst, what year was that? I had like black cat matrix ass deja vu right now, dude. What do you Sorry. Mean? Anyway. The red um, pill and the blue. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> How deep the rabbit hole goes. Lawrence Bruce Bruman. Um, eighth grade, how old were we? That's what you're asking? Yeah, what year would it be? What year was 8th grade? Holy mm-hmm. fuck. I don't know. I don't know. I was we like, probably went at the same time, and we probably had the same hotel room, is what I'm saying. Because it was like the same hotel. 11, 2012. Holy no. shit. No way, dude. No, High school was, like was all four years. 2013 and 14, I believe. Okay, good. I was glad I'm not the only one that that math confused me in my head. Yeah, I was no, going to say, because high school was not that shit. Tw- 10 years, I don't think. Ten, what? No. Yeah, because 2011. Dude, that'd be like five, six, seven years ago? Yeah. We graduated two years ago. Yeah. yeah so f- four plus two. So six. six years. Four. 
What? <laughs> what purpose do we say? <laughs> I gotta say the math out because I can't do it in my head. I can't do math. Started in my head. high school six years ago, which from now was yeah, it was not 2011. 20... That was 12. 2016. So it would be 2015 because it was 8th grade. We started high school in 2016? No, that doesn't sound right. Nah. I think it was 20... I swore I thought it was 2014. Oh, man. Talk about a tangent, man. Talk about a tangent. But I'm pretty sure we went, like, a week after you guys. Oh, well, when we start school, it's a year behind. No cap. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, because we're in 2022 right now. Yes. But we'd still be in school. But we'd start school in 2021. Correct. So when you start school, you're a year back. So we would have started school in 2015, which means we would be on the eighth grade field trip in 2014. Thank you. Okay. All right. I'm. I don't follow, but what I agree. Fucking I'm just gonna agree. I'm just gonna what? Agree. We start school before the new year. I, Devin, I. You don't need to explain it. I'm so lost. All right. <laughs> so Continue with your DC trip. In okay, the hotel yeah, yeah. room. Yeah, Sorry so in this hotel room, and... like, literally nothing worked. Nothing worked. Yeah. The light had a timer that even if you put it on the 30 minutes would shut off within, like, four. Like, the shower splurt out blue water. You couldn't even take a shower. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had... Blue water? <laughs> blue water. Yes, blue water. The ceiling tiles in the, the closet fuck? were falling out. <laughs> We had the worst hotel room in the entire world, and half halfway through our, water. halfway through our first night there, one of the people on the fourth floor popped out their window, dropped down onto our level because no we were a lower level than them because the fourth floor was an addition. Yeah, we were convinced the hotel was haunted because we heard footsteps on the roof. That's crazy talk, man. Mm-hmm. So little eighth grade us are all sitting here with no idea what's going on, and some like guy just broke out of his hotel room mm. and is climbing down from the ceiling. Damn. Man, yeah, that sounds like a fucking who and was staying in like row houses in like a pre-gentrification neighborhood. Dude, worst, worst part. Worst part. All of the rooms below us were renovated. So on the second floor was all of the chaperones and all of the females with brand new rooms. We had to use the chaperones' room to take a shower. Blue fucking water. And they dude, had everything new. We had a TV from like 1985. The thing was thicker than I was. They had brand new flat screens. They had no timer on their bathroom. They could take a, you know, they could take a shit with the lights on. They could take showers with clear water. With clear water. We couldn't even wash our hands. Man, I kill for that clear Dude, water there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm for that even, dark water. That deep, dark blue deep water. water. <laughs> Literally, we couldn't even wash our hands in this hotel room. It's so it, fucking wet. That was the worst trip the of my life. Glass shark in that deep, dark room. <laughs> you know what I I didn't, I didn't have any money because I forgot my wallet and my dad's car when he dropped me off. You know what they gave me for my first night? What did they give me? A tuna fish sandwich. I can't eat mayo. And a <laughs> bottle of blue fucking water. They gave God me a tuna fish sandwich. Dude, you, where were you staying? In the fucking ghetto of DC. You sound like you were staying in, like, the ass crack of Yonkers, dude. dude. I tell you, they told us, when we got there, 
they they told us we could only put our luggage in the elevator because it wouldn't hold our weight. <gasps> what the hell? So we had to put our luggage in the elevator and take the stairs to the third floor. Oh, jeez, crowd, dude. Holy. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was the worst hotel room I've ever stayed at. Stand in a like a rundown, abandoned asylum for a hotel. <laughs> dude, it was awful. And I got roomed with this kid, Robbie, who like didn't understand personal space. I slept on the floor because I would not sleep in the bed with him. <laughs> I made a fucking pillow wall, and the kid took it down. Who takes it down? <laughs> Takes it down. <laughs> I, think, I think Sean takes it down. Sean's the <laughs> Sean's the type to deconstruct your pillow wall. <laughs> anyway, let's let us get wow. back on track here. <laughs> let's get back on track. So I said the BC did not have blue fucking water, but it had a door in between the rooms and the room next to us had the door connected and one of my buddies he didn't have four you had to choose like a group of four so you could stay in the hotel room together and he didn't have four so they put him with a bunch of uh tweakers to say the least <laughs> and uh tweakers <laughs> so he opened the door in the middle and arms in the yeah, bathroom crazy shooting shit. up the blue water <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were the ones trying to get out. They were the ones, they were the ones on the third floor. <laughs> Chris was above you the whole time. This is the flat screen room. There actually, there was another school that was in the same hotel as us. There was actually two other schools that were in the same hotel as us. I had a flat screen in my fucking room. Fuck you. Chris had a flat screen, and if he sniffed, he could smell decaying corpses underneath them. No, but the kid fucking opened the door in the middle of the night, and he's like, Bro, I need to I need to sleep in here. I'll sleep on the floor. I can't sleep with these fucking crazy fucks. We're like, bro, come in, dude, please. And then the kid like looked in after and we fucking locked the door. That's scary. It was fucked. He popped his head in there the like the grudge like, girl. <laughs> and I was oh like, my oh, gosh. You gotta go. It's time to pack this, it up and you bounce. That scene from the grudge seven that her heads in the doorway. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah, the tweakers, man. The, the tweakers. It's Jesse Pinkman, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking no, crack in these Dude, that, that field trip was crazy, though. <coughs> at one point, we had to um, write an apology <coughs> to the people we went with because at the Abraham Lincoln Monument, no, we were sliding down the banister. We were using the banister oh, who as a was slide. It, bro? What are you talking exactly. about? Everybody did. And I literally wrote my apology in words, because I didn't give a shit. I was like, what are they going to do? Send me home? I wrote, I'm sorry you didn't get to slide with us. You could have next time. Just ask. And I handed it in, and they just looked at me, and they called my parents, and my parents said, well, why'd you yell at him for sliding down a banister? <laughs> because it's the banister at the, at the monument of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> we had a chaperone taking videos of us for the school trips CD. Like, oh we have it on DVD, a video of us doing it. And then we got yelled at when we got back. I'd like to see that video. That would be Me funny. Me too. <laughs> I'll see Young if I can find Devin. it. It's probably somewhere in my house. Oh, no, Young and Devin's bad. You're going to see it. Devin is a jit. <laughs> oh, man. 
Alright, we're only gonna do a few more because we are um, getting very uh, off topic. Uh, yeah, and just fucking tired and shit. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go with what is the best thing you can purchase with ten dollars from anywhere. It could be anything. Does anybody want to guess what my answer is? I'd like to go in with an open mind and kind of. As my as... my answer is a pack of Marlboro Red 100s. <laughs> All right. That is the best yeah. thing ten dollars can get you. You know, that's why I went in with an open mind. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do with the remaining like two forty one? Two forty one. Yeah. Um, that's in Arizona. That mm. is in Arizona. That's a fact. A bag Two of Arizona. Cheetos or Chester's. Puff. Chester's Puffs. Those are two ninety nine. Oh, are they? The two ninety nine. get munchies or munchos. The munchos. Oh yeah, they're like a mix one. Oh yeah. No, I liked Chris's point. I think I think I'd, Arizona, I'd get yeah. yeah I'd get a pack of cigarettes and two Arizonas and save the I'd invest the forty one cents <laughs> to the next yeah. pack of cigarettes. Oh, yeah. What about you, though? Ten bucks. I, t- ten bucks. Ten, ten bucks. schmackers. You know what? Honestly, a biggie bag, and I put the other yes. five bucks in my pocket. Yes, sir. Not two biggie bags. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Well, it's five forty-five tax. Oh, okay. Never mind. So that would be. Oh, I can get two four for floors. Chris, X. if you say if you say a pack of Pokemon cards, I'm a gonna pack jump on I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> two booster packs and a pack of jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> a pack of jelly beans. I would say, um, hmm, I say a cup of uh, or not a cup, a, uh, a cup box of, of the Keurig, fucking hazelnut coffees. Those things are bossing. Fair, fair. Mad nice. And I don't know, make me coffee, and I'm good. I'm chilling. Wakes me up. Hazelnut coffee is the best. It is. I fucking love it. So good. You put me on. I did. It did. And it was so good. You ever tried the Pete's coffee? No, I haven't. Try it. It's good. That's what we have, yeah. It's Mm. a darker, it's a stronger, more bold coffee. I like a bold coffee. I like a good bold coffee. I love a bold coffee. I work at Target. I like Starbucks. coffee strong. I work at TD and they give us Starbucks as well. We get the Starbucks uh, Keurig cups. Really? Mm. I'm not a fan though. They're not the best. It's bad when it's real. No, I'm actually, mate, I like the coffee. As much as I hate going there, you know where has really good coffee? Where? Gloria Jean. Coffee Bean, the one in the mall. Gloria Jean. There's a really good coffee shop at the mall. They have really good stuff. They have good, um, like, frozen drinks there, too. Okay. Good Hmm. to know. That is good to know. Hmm. Let's see. What is a, um... What's a movie that you would show aliens to describe human life? The Dark Knight. (laughs) (laughs) And it cannot be a superhero movie. (laughs) It can't be a superhero movie. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Or a supervillain. Why don't you go first, Chris? Sean Sean has one. Let's hear it from Sean. Sean, go ahead. Nightcrawler. 
with Jake Gyllenhaal. Nightcrawler? Yeah. That's a really good movie. It is a good Surprised movie. Surprised you've seen that. <laughs> okay, thank you, Sean. Thanks for the input, buddy. Thank you, Sean. I really appreciate it. Do you have any input, Quinn? You got a movie you'd show aliens to, to best describe human life? <laughs> That's a thinker. It is a thinker. All right. Interstellar. That's what I was going to say. Go. Oh, Interstellar. Oh. Interstellar. That's a good one, Quinn. That's a good one. That is a good one. I would probably say uh, Scarface, even though it's not too much fucking drug. There's not that much drugs, but if they're going to Florida, they're going to need Scarface. <laughs> oh, my God. No, that movie's a banger. I just, I enjoy it. And, I mean, there's humans, but not crazy humans like that. I mean, not a lot of them, not the majority, but tells not, them what they need every, to look out for. And not everybody's not, Tony Montana. Not to put their noses in the drugs. <laughs> to put their noses in the snow. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Devin, you know what mine is? Gladiator. Oh, oh man. man. I would do Gladiator. Exactly. I think Just the movie's like, incredible all around. Yeah. Awesome movie, historically. Um, incredible. The setting is beautiful, and the... Uh, Emotion. Everything about that movie is great. What's yours, Debbie? Uh, I think I gotta go with Grown Ups 2. I thought you were going to say Pulp Fiction. No, I'm, I'm joking. I think I would go with Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket? <laughs> Holy shit. You're taking these aliens for a ride, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to show the, all the ups and downs. Oh, my gosh. I never got past the first, what was it, 30 minutes of that movie with that scene. With, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs> I never finished that movie, dude. I still haven't finished watching that movie. Man. Alright, and with that. With that? With, oh man, with that. This one's gonna be more of a. Uh, not really personal, but I guess personal. That's the okay. only way to describe it. But, okay. um. What is one question that you'd ask someone that you didn't know to understand them the best? You could only ask them one question. Mm. This one's this one's kind of a thinker. We're kind of going back into the deep end for the last few. But... Ooh, I gotta think. Yeah, Somebody no, else go first. Think for is sure. A, this is a so hard one. We can ask them... Only any, one. Anything. Any, any, anything. Yeah, it just has to have a question mark at the end. Who's the best joker? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. I'm kidding. Sorry. Say, uh, what's his face? Jared Leto? And then... Never talking to him again. Never that. See you later. I'd rather take Lego Joker over that. <laughs> um, I think I would ask them, like, if anything was on the table. Anything on the table. What is your deepest regret? Holy shit. Right out the bat like that? Oh, absolutely. Right out the gate? I was going to say, how do you deal with pain? Wow. Very, so you meet this person for the first time, they say, ask me one well, question. Well, if I can ask them anything and they no. don't care, I think that those yeah. are that both is, very That is good. a fantastic What's the quickest question way to get to know somebody? What they regret most. What is something they truly regret doing or something they truly regret being a part of? It goes to show what kind of person they are. It really is. How people I deal mean. with pain shows a lot about them and a lot about what they can handle and what about they can't handle and, and yeah. Uh, yeah. how they live their own lives for themselves yeah. or if they do at all mm-hmm. and even if they don't answer the question how they react can tell you a lot about them mm-hmm. that's for sure I'd probably say a little more on the uh, the lighter side I'd just <laughs> what's your favorite color <laughs> God. how do you feel about gas prices oh <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> All right, guys, it's been a great podcast. <laughs> No, I would just say, what are you proud of most? Because I always thought that was a good question ever since I started bringing that on, just to see what their goals and aspirations are and to see what they're proud of. And that shows, because if they said, oh, yeah, I grabbed the mail today, you know, they don't really have a very... uh, (laughs) What are you most proud of? Well, I woke up. Yeah, I woke up today. I washed my hands for the first time in months. But, like... (laughs) You need a motherfucker that says that. You need to take two steps back. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) But if they say, oh, I just closed on a huge business deal, obviously nobody around us is going to be saying that because we're all young. We Unless we land a huge sponsor. (laughs) Sponsors, come on now. You never know. (laughs) But if they were to do that, I'd be like, holy shit, this guy has got his stuff in line. He knows what's up. Yeah. And, I don't know, it tells a lot about a person and what they're proud of. That's a very good one, too. I like that. Why, thank you. That is a good little icebreaker. It really is. And I am going to have one more okay. before the famous okay. final quote. Actually, we've yeah, already we've asked. All, yeah, we've all answered that now. That's weird. Oh, my gosh. First episode <sighs> where we don't have to ask that question. Is it, how do you feel about that, Devin? It's different. It really is. It's crazy. It really is. Fucking wild. No, what do you want to be remembered for? (laughs) None of that. None of that. I mean, we could ask it again and see if it changes, but (laughs) we're going to save save the audience some time. Um, So this one, I got a haircut recently, and uh, John has some choice words for it. But I was kidding. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you know I like it. I think it looks good. I know. Thank you. Got you, bud. But how do you describe to your barber or hairdresser or wherever you go, how do you describe to them what you want done to your hair? Devin, you go first. Do you I say, you oh, go. I want a blah, 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 or do you want, oh, a little bit short here, a little bit short there, like type shit? Devin's got the barber that he goes to, and he's, I think, got this down to a fucking science at this point. So. What do we got? Yeah, so I'll take, like, my finger to kind of show them where I want it to curve, but I'll tell them that I want a mid-level, uh, mid-level drop fade, Jeez. and I want it to go from either a metal one or two to the bottom, fade it up to the top, and then you're going to trim the top to make it look clean, but do not use the thinning shears, please. Wow. I have no earthly Down idea what any of that science. means. I've got no idea. With scientific terms included, I guess. <laughs> what about you, buddy? Well, I mean, my mother cuts my hair mostly because... So what do you tell her? She knows like how. A little bit off the top. I don't have to pay her, but... I just say what you did last time. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I just, you, you gotta find a barber that you like, and then when you find a haircut that you like, just ask them like, "Hey, what did you use on this?" Or, "Hey, you know, can you take a picture for me so I can show whoever I'm getting next time?" Yeah, because a lot of things like that are very <coughs> useful. And a lot of times, like when I go to get, get a haircut, I know my barber, and I've been with her for like forever. Like, I even know about her kids. She tells me about all her issues. I tell her about all mine. And, like, I'll go there and I'll be like, yeah, this is kind of what I want. You know, you can kind of work with it and do what you think's best. Because, I, you know, I trust her. Yeah. She hasn't given me a bad haircut, a bad haircut yet. So, <coughs> just got to find somebody to trust. Yeah. I, I trust my mom. 
Yeah, as you it's like should. That, it's like that quote from from Spider Man. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna get a Spider Man gown too. Jameson's like, I trust my barber. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's fucking killed me. He's like, you don't trust anybody. I trust my barber. <laughs> it's just like some quick, you know. I feel like that's what that one is. I trust my barber. That's how it is. I trust my barber. Hair is very important. Yeah. And not see that's it's not really to me, and that is just you know each it, individual thing. But I don't really care. It is to me because I put a lot into making sure that I take care of myself and the way that I look, and my hair is a big part of that for me. For a long time, I had no idea what to do with my hair, and you mm-hmm. know, for me, it was like you know, learning how to dress, learning how to further my appearance, not for how other people see me, but just so you know, I can create a better picture of myself. Yeah, you know, you know, know that I am worth more than I was before. Yeah, it's not about projecting; it's just no, about self-image. Yeah, exactly, hundred yeah, percent. And you know, going to somebody like that and knowing that they're not going to mess that up for me is something takes mm. you know like a little bit of a pressure off every time I go to get a haircut. Mm. Yeah, good shit. Yeah, good shit, good shit guys. dude. Yeah, plus it's like therapy. I go there and I just you know work vomit all my <clears> problems. <throat> Something she gives like me that. advice. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Bang. No. <laughs> Alright, everybody. Don't bring it in. <laughs> On that note. Tell a little talking Ben from the App Store today. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't. But it's been it's been great, Devin. Thanks for coming back once again. It's Always. A banger. I'll and, keep um, coming as long as you have me. We get it a, a deep dive into the shallow end i believe that's what we're calling these ones oh now. yeah and uh thanks sean for being quiet appreciate it and thank you quinny for being quiet and chilling you guys were a great audience today. fantastic audience and uh it's been real see you next week yeah bye, bye.